my Surrender Church family. Tell me, who invented fast food? I don't know, but I love it. Greasy, sloppy, low-quality ingredients. Yum. Guys, humans weren't designed for fast food. We need nutrition and vitamins, and we need to be healthy in order to live a productive life. In the same way, we need the Spirit of God to feed our souls. He created us as spiritual beings, unlike all the animals. We need Him. We're designed to be compatible with Him. Jesus showed us this powerfully when he was tested in the desert. Picture it in your mind. Jesus has been 40 days without physical food, yet he's been spending time with his heavenly Father, showing us what life is really all about. But his body was wasting away. He was feeling the hunger uh, of not eating for those 40 days. And then Satan shows up and tempts Jesus uh, to turn a stone into bread to satisfy his physical hunger. And think about it. His physical desire is probably more intense than anything we have ever experienced. But Jesus responds with scripture when he says, It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Jesus is actually quoting Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 3. Jesus knows where real spiritual life comes from. Not actual bread, but spiritual bread. The life and the Spirit of God inside us. Jesus rejected the junk food and the fast food. Even if it meant physical pain or death, he knew that real life was better than imitation fake life. Do we really know this? Let's study how the Bible is food. One, two, three. Snack time! Cookie! 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 Me love cookie! Oatmeal cookie. It means whole lot to me. Cookie! Chocolate chip cookie means whole lot to me. Hello. Me not want to make this butter cookie feel bad. Kawabunga! This gingerbread cookie, very important too. Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another, in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. 
So Paul has just given us a list of things that need to die if we identify with Jesus. That was the kill list. And then he gave us a list of ways that our new resurrection life will be seen overflowing out of our lives. We call that the resurrection life list. Today, he follows up these two with a lesson on how the word of God, the Bible, will be the good food that produces this healthy life that God intends for us to live. So what is the Bible? Maybe these kids can help us find out. The Bible is the word of God. We did not invent the Bible. We didn't write it ourselves. It's God's heart and spirit given as a gift to us, like food for our souls. So how did we get the Bible? That's a great question. For a full and complete answer that will really blow your mind, go to gotquestions.org and just type in your question there. Really any question about the Bible or God, it's going to give you great answers there. So it's an awesome resource. But to quickly answer your question, we discovered the Bible. It's, it's all directly connected with God, either God himself or Jesus, who is God. Uh, or one of the guys that was directly connected with Jesus, that it's all got that direct connection to him. And so that's how we got the Bible. But the truth is that the Bible is God's word, which means it's living, it's powerful, and it's life-giving food for our souls. We have been invited to a feast, a life-giving party, in, and the food that's being served is a perfectly healthy smorgasbord of spiritual food. And so we're to take our time and enjoy the food. Don't rush through it. Taste it. Savor it. Why do you think God gave you taste buds anyway? By the way, what do you call a group of friends that you go out to eat with? Your taste buds. Our text says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Let the Bible be your food. Let it feed your soul. How long do you force your body to go without physical food? Not very long. God made it that way so that we would understand how much we need his word. We hunger and thirst for him. Charles Spurgeon, the 18th century preacher, said, do try, dear friends, to get so full of the word of Christ in all forms of it that you may run over with it. You know it cannot come out of you unless it is first in you. If we don't get his word inside us, our spiritual lives are going to be dry and lifeless and weak. So how do we eat the Bible? How do we get God's word into our hearts? That's a great question. And the answer is with humility and faith. Humility means, God, I need you. I need your life. I need your spirit. I need your wisdom. And I need your love. So I'm going to look to your word for all these things that you've promised to give me that I need. Faith is, God, I trust you. I trust that you will give me what I need through your son Jesus. His word is my food. What's the other name for Jesus in John chapter 1? The word of God. That's right. 25 Jesus points for you. So Jesus gives you himself 
when you get the word into you. So Paul says, let it dwell in you. Read it, listen to it, sing about it, memorize it, hide it in your heart, pray about it. Listen to sermons. Psalm 119.11 says, your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Well, that sounds like a lot of work. Always reading the Bible, always listening to it, it's rewarding. It's not a duty or an obligation. It's a relationship that we can't get enough of. And the more we get of Jesus, the more satisfied, happy, and spiritually healthy we become. You know what this is like already. Because you spend time with your spouse because you care about them and because you love them. Not because you have to. At least that's what it's supposed to be. God is your true match. He made you to live through him. And his word is how he makes that happen. Again, our text says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. The second half of that verse teaches us how we can bless others with the same resurrection life food that we are enjoying. If you get the Bible into you, you're going to be looking for ways that you can share that wonderful life with other people around you. He describes all sorts of ways for us to share it with others who may not be reading their Bibles. God still loves them and he desires for them to be a part of of his life and to taste and see what he has for them, that God is good, that God is life, that Jesus cares for them. So Paul says, talk about the scriptures that he has been opening in your heart. Share promises that you have discovered as you've been reading the word. Maybe pray together for those promises to be fulfilled in your life. Sing songs all day that talk about the word of God, Jesus our Lord. These things are ways that we can bless others with the same spiritual food that we have been blessed with. Just like feeding baby birds. But I'm shy. Okay, but you're alive. And God will use your life to bless others. Just get in the word and see what he will do. In fact, our text says that you will be singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. The more of his word that you get in you, the more you will know his grace in your heart. You will know his undeserved love. You will know his unearned help. You will understand how freely he has loved you and poured his grace on you and given you all that you could ever need or desire through Jesus Christ. And when this gets in you, it flows out of you like a song. I promise you. Just watch and just see. We're going to close with a quote from George Mueller, the man who uh, took care of tens of thousands of orphans by simply praying and asking God to meet their needs. George Mueller said, The vigor of our spiritual life will be in exact proportion to the place held by the Bible in our life and thoughts. I solemnly state this from the experience of 54 years. The first three years after conversion, I neglected the word of God. 
Since I began to search it diligently, the blessing has been wonderful. Great has been the blessing from consecutive, diligent, daily study, and I look upon it as a lost day when I have not had good time to go over the Word of God. If you don't know where to start, I recommend the Bible Project app. It's truly amazing. It gets you started right from the beginning, like if you've never read the Word of God, or even if you've been reading for your whole life, it's got wonderful things in there to encourage you. At Bible Project, we see the Bible as one unified story that leads to Jesus. And so we've been making videos for years that help people experience the biblical story. And now, in this mobile world, we want to make our resources even more accessible, like in your pocket, accessible. So thanks to your partnership and generosity, we're building an app. The Bible Project app makes it easier than ever to explore and engage with our videos, podcasts, and other resources. But like never before, because we're making them interactive. Interactive allows you to dive deep into our content, take curious rabbit trails, all while in the text. Watch a video that summarizes a book before you jump into a book. Discover relevant blogs or podcasts. Even begin learning Hebrew and Greek all with the tap of a button. Now, while this is all pretty cool, we also want to help readers along in their journey through scripture. Journey is a new way to learn how to read the Bible while you read the Bible. Read the Bible in movements, the literary structure native to how the Bible is designed. Learn skills relevant to the movements you're in and discover biblical links, a new way to interpret scripture through the lens of themes and design patterns, allowing you to visually connect concepts and images and words as you explore scripture. Set your own pace, follow your curiosity, and discover the literary beauty of scripture. Spend some time there. Get alone with God and the Bible. Get his word into you daily. You will never regret one moment of time that you spent with your heavenly father who loves you and he's going to encourage you. My Surrender Church family, I love you, but not nearly as much as your heavenly father loves you. And all of that is written here in this word and it's there for you to, to feast upon, to dig into, discover what he would say to you, the life he wants to pour into you. God bless you guys. Let's get into our discussion. Cookie! Oh!